Update at noon, midday to 1 p.m. And we start here. The Human Rights Commission has come out in support of the South African schools staying open and more children actually returning to school. And they say they support the findings from UNICEF that more damage is done to children by not returning to school. The commission says it had become aware of studies that showed that children were suffering more while at home, having lost between 20 and 50 percent of their scheduled schooling since the start of the coronavirus virus pandemic. So to get a greater understanding of their perspective um, on this particular matter, we are joined by uh, Commissioner Andre Gorm of the South African Human Rights Commission. Thank you so much for your time and welcome to Update at Noon. Thank you very much and uh, good afternoon to the listeners. Commissioner, please um, explain to us exactly why you support the idea of South African schools uh, remaining open and more children returning to school. Yes, you have highlighted UNICEF's position as well that we are in support of that uh, a lot of harm is done to children when they are not at school. Um, <clears throat> by July, 20 to 50% of school days will be lost by learners. And this has huge social, economic and health uh, costs that it brings along with it. Uh, for example, uh, increased child abuse, anxiety and depression uh, amongst children having to stay at home and uh, children being left uh, home alone by caregivers that need to go back to work. Uh, And obviously also increased hunger and malnutrition and so on, children not being able to access the um, food uh, and feeding schemes that they normally do when they go to school. Uh, we believe one should rather concentrate uh, there on that the health and safety requirements in terms of the directions of the minister is indeed in place at schools and uh, push provincial departments and the national departments where there is still, for example, a lack of uh, water tanks and um, sanitation facilities at schools. According to our own electronic survey, it does appear that there is still a problem with water uh, delivery in provinces such as the Eastern Cape, where only only 47% of schools reported to us that they have running water. There is still a problem in KwaZulu-Natal as well as as in a province like Limpopo. So we should concentrate on that. But according to all research, as well as uh, scientific reports, it does appear that it is uh, very much to the detriment of learners not being back at school and that uh, it may damage their education in a very profound way going forward in the medium and long term. So what about the World Health Organization um, and their stance that as the infection rates in different countries continue to rise, that it would be advisable to keep children at home? Yes, um, obviously there will be areas, specific districts, whatever the case may be, where there is a high prevalence of infection in, in certain schools where, you know, one need to consider closing schools. But as a general principle, um, we won't support it. It is always a balancing of of rights, in this case, the right to a basic education on the one hand, and on the other, 
the right to health and so on. Uh, but at this point in time, still, we do believe that in South Africa, uh, this balance favors the uh, return of children to school, the opening of schools and that they're not being closed. But then at the same time that we do concentrate on making sure that government uh, does what it's supposed to do to make schools safe and healthy environments for teachers, learners and staff members. But uh, what about the instances where they are not unable to do that, uh, where, where they rather where they are unable to do that as government? And as you uh, pointed out yourself, uh, some of the instances in the Eastern Cape and other parts of the country as well, because does that then not also continue to promote this unequal access to schooling? Yes, absolutely. Therefore, um, we also argued very strongly, and the minister has amended the directions to make provision for alternative measures to be taken by provincial departments if schools cannot open due to some of these health and safety requirements not being in place. And therefore, we're also very much pushing to make sure that the provincial education departments make available learning materials to learners that are at home for whatever reason, whether it is because their schools can't reopen or whether it is because their grades haven't returned to school yet. So um, we're very concerned about the digital divide as well, uh, a situation where when some learners are at home, uh, or still at home, that they have access to internet facilities, computers and so on for online learners and others not. Therefore, uh, education departments in the provinces will have to take additional steps to make sure that learning materials do reach those learners and uh, that they are not disadvantaged in this way and uh, equality is actually increasing in the process. But Commissioner Gorm, we know that the department struggles with this at the best of times outside of this COVID-19 pandemic. So a lot of these challenges are not new. The fact that uh, several schools don't have access to water, where children still have to use pit latrines, where children still in certain instances uh, have to go and sit in dilapidated classrooms, uh, perhaps not even having access to proper resources. These are not new problems in our South African schools. And one would ask, why hasn't the South African Human Rights Commission being more forceful in ensuring that government actually uh, uh, comes through and and, and fulfills its obligations in this regard? Yes, the Human Rights Commission has been quite forceful. We also brought out reports with recommendations and so on. Uh, In this regard, we've written to the National Minister on on various occasions. Uh, We uh, have also planned before the lockdown to take this to an inquiry level or an investigative level, having a whole investigation pertaining to specifically the matter of water and sanitation, including the pit latrine issue. Unfortunately, this now has exacerbated the situation, and therefore the uh, government has put aside more money to make sure that schools have water tanks and sanitation and so on. The problem is with, on the, with the delivery. In some provinces, uh, they report that they, uh, they are above 90% in terms of the delivery of uh, or of the um, existence of water and sanitation facilities in others. Uh, 
specifically the Eastern Cape, we still see the problem that we see, that there is only 40% of, of schools with running water. So um, in the, these circumstances, we would m- most definitely, you know, keep on pushing very hard, and even if necessary, we uh, will go to court to make sure that schools have the basic facilities they need to have. There is no excuse for water tanks not, being, uh, not having been delivered to, for example, schools in the Eastern Cape, and we're most certainly going to look into that matter. And just a final question. Uh, the unions are right now saying that their members are dying. They are tired of sending condolence messages to families of their members. What about their right to life in this context? No, that is obviously very important, and that's why the safety and health requirements uh, set out in the minister's directions need to be implemented and followed at all schools and provincial departments and districts have the duty to make sure that that is the case. But we also need to uh, understand very clearly that the pandemic is not only uh, inside uh, some of the schools in, in terms of what you've mentioned, teachers and so on, contracting the, the, the disease, but it is all, also outside there. And we cannot argue in favor of opening the economy and so on and then say that schools need to stay closed. We need to make sure, however, government needs to make sure it's their duty that these are safe and healthy places where uh, the, uh, there is not a higher risk of contracting the disease. Evidence and, and scientific evidence clearly shows that learners are less likely, much less li- likely to contract the disease and to also carry it over to others. So that is also a very important factor to take into account. And we cannot let the uh, education of learners uh, suffer in a manner that all of us are, are going to be very um, unhappy about going forward in the sense that we do irreparable uh, damage to our education system in the medium and long term. Have you monitored how it is going at the moment? Have you monitored all the disruptions that are currently happening as the South African Human Rights Commission, uh, Commissioner Gorm? Yes, we, we are monitoring all these schools on a continuous basis. We've also announced that to the public, and I would even want to make use of this opportunity to ask uh, all involved, all education stakeholders, being it teachers, learners, even uh, very specifically, and others involved in the education environment, to report to us where there are problems, where schools uh, are not meeting the necessary uh, health and safety requirements, where they don't get uh, support from government, Uh, so that we can intervene. And they are very welcome to lay complaints with the South African Human Rights Commission. I'll have to leave it there because we have other people to speak to, unfortunately, but I would have loved to uh, uh, get further clarity from uh, the Human Rights Commission on just some of their uh, points of view on this particular matter. But time is not our friend this afternoon. Uh, Commissioner Andre Gorm is of the Human Rights uh, Commission.